T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. Five, four, three, two, one. Zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. Welcome inside the PGP, the Permission Granted Podcast, the show about the show, the show within the show. You can always get us on its normal iTunes feed. Just search Permission Granted Podcast there or Apple Podcasts or Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get this. Also on the normal DA Show iTunes feed. Now, last night was the Intercom Holiday Party, so I wanted to delve into this. And you could not come, Raz, because you had worked, in your estimation, a long day, 11-hour day. You were asked to work a longer day yesterday. Sure. And then also a longer day today, and so squeezing in the intercom holiday party in between two 11-hour days, you said, I'm waving it off, plus Eagles-Giants. Right, plus the party was already going to be well an hour, hour and a half underway before I even got out of work. So it wasn't even like I could have arrived on time, and I, I don't know. I hate being the guy that arrives to a party an hour later. Everybody's already drinking. It's just like, ugh. But... My plan originally was to go for that hour and a half and get home. I'm a diehard Giant fan. I don't care how bad they are. I don't miss games. I don't miss games. It's a gross game for you to watch. I agree. But let me just, can I also just say this because I wanted to say this on the air. I am somebody that has set a gold standard in my house that I don't miss the games. Okay. All right. Part of it is for work. Part of it is for pleasure. I missed my wife's grandparents' 50th anniversary dinner party because the Giants played the Bills four years ago. And I said that we only play the Bills once every four years. Family didn't talk to me for a couple months. Now I've blown off christenings. I've blown off birthday parties. People know. Sunday's football don't bother me. If I last night go to that Christmas party and say, I'm only going to watch the second half of the Giants at home or something like that, it'll be all good and plenty. My wife will store that nugget in her head. <laughs> and four years from now, when my daughter has a birthday party to go to and she needs me to take her, it's on a football Sunday, I'll say, I can't do it. i got to watch a Giant game. Somehow she will have that stored up and pull it out like it's a shed, like a lawnmower in the shed and go, or remember when you went to your Christmas party? You need to watch the Giants-Eagles then. I am not giving an inch. I have built the foundation here, and I'm locked in. I don't care if they're 0-16. i got to watch all of them. So a couple of big takeaways last night. Me and Cap were the only ones that made it from the show because you bailed. Pete the Body Bilotti said he had a, a doctor's appointment, and Bogish is leaving today for <laughs> Disney. Disney World with Very early family and kids, so he didn't want to go out last night. So it's just me and Cap showing flying the flag for the rest of the the show. I would say we were also flying the flag for the rest of the network. I don't think there wow. was anybody else there from the network. There was a few part-time guys that work on both WFAN and the network. I think we were the only two. Well, we knew Taz wasn't going. <laughs> he had made that abundantly clear, but I don't think anybody from the morning show was there. I didn't see anybody from Tiki and Tierney. I didn't see anybody from Ryder. I didn't see anybody from Amy's show. It's possible... Somebody showed up, nobody from Pharrell's show, and I didn't see them, 
but it wasn't a huge area. It was pretty consolidated, so I don't think I missed anybody. I think that me and Cap not only were two-fifths of the DA show, I think me and Cap were two-one-hundredths of the network. Wow. Well, I mean, it's probably a bad job by everybody. I, I don't know what to say there other than... People got things going on in December. It's a busy time. They should be throwing holiday parties in October, maybe. Mm. I don't know. Well. No, I mean, that's no excuse. But, I mean, look, at least you were there. You're represented. Yes, because I believe in this type of stuff. But, but did anybody come up to you and say, hey, thank goodness you're here, CBS Sports nope. Radio? Had no. No. And I didn't need that. I didn't right. need that. I. By the way, I'm a big believer, too, in it's good at the end of the year. There's important people. Show faces. Be a company person. I went last year. I had a blast. I came in shirtless. It was a rough day for me to go. I had all intentions of going even okay. with the Giant all game. Right. Okay, I'm just saying that I I don't know why nobody else from the network showed up. Well, I, I, mean, I think there is some bitterness. I don't know why from <laughs> oh, certain man. people. man, you ain't kidding. Uh, number two, there's a couple of types of people that go to holiday parties. Okay. Yes. The first type of people are they're having too much fun. Okay, right. I go to holiday parties, and I believe it's important to be supportive of the company. I believe in being a good company guy. I believe that, you know, it's a good opportunity to for people to have some reason to feel good and bond and what have you. I, though, don't get too crazy. I've never had too much to drink. I never am loud or obnoxious, or I just, I feel it's very, I feel... Like the eyes are always on you, maybe because of my position, but I always feel like the eyes are on you from powers that be around that you don't want to get out of line there. Right, that they will judge you immediately. Which isn't that kind of messed up? Maybe you're they, putting somebody in a bunch of it's a little entrapment. Of, yeah, free alcohol, be loose, but don't be too loose. That's it's kind well, of messed gotta up. You got to be able to be responsible. But there were people last night. I'm telling you, it went five to eight. Uh huh. I think they extended until nine like last year, but of I didn't course. stick around. I think I, I left at like 10 after eight. I got there at around 6.15. You showed up an hour late? Yeah, because I knew I was going to do the back eight or the back ah, the back two hours. Yeah, I think it's a lousy job by you. If you're going to represent, represent at five right when it starts. Nah. <laughs> so <laughs> I show up. You got one, of the, I think, I don't know what department he works in. I really don't. I've seen him around the hallways because he's never working, I don't think. Mm. I walk in, he's dropping it like it's hot. He's dancing. He's got a beer in his hand. He's nobody else is dancing. This guy's bouncing up and down off the ground, like really into it. I'm like, whoa, whoa. Uh, I go up to the bar. I'm waiting for a drink. Girl next to me, again, I don't know where she works. I would say 80% of the people there I didn't really know. <laughs> like support for the company. A song comes on. She starts pumping her fists and like dancing. Woohoo! Yeah. It's 6 30. On a Monday. On a Monday. And she's going crazy. I go, whoa, hey, it's not that great of a party. It's not, that, you know, you you got to just relax here. By the end of the night, you got the groups of people. I think salespeople all know one another, maybe promotions people. They're kind of like loosey goosey, drunk, falling off one another, taking the group photos in front of the, the intercom banner. You know, we have one of these. Right. Selfie things that you can post. They're all over themselves. They're they're looking sexy. They're looking macho. Or I'm like, whoa, hey, everyone. And I I am the exact opposite. I would never want to be looked at as too into it. Right. But the, these people, I'm not comfortable with them. 
Ah, but you know what? I think there's also a difference in where you work within the company. Maybe. I would think that the lower you are on the totem pole, the more you would want to look the part. But define lower because I think it's just like we're in the programming side of a okay. company, right? So I think there is a little bit of professionalism, even though I have lacked so much of it, that comes with it. I'm just it. talking about like a part-timer that's only okay. been with the company for two years Fair or enough. a year. But I, think I mean, pe- I've been in the company for 10 years. But I think in a lot of companies, it's not just radio, I think overall the people that are in sales, because there's something that goes with the whining and dining of clients okay. and stuff, All right. then maybe you're just... You're into getting loose and everything. Like, that's already the standard that's been set. Maybe. I also think young people. Yeah. You know, because I think... They're out. They finally made it in this world. Well, radio tends to attract two very different dynamics. People that are right out of college that will get their entry-level position either in sales, programming, promotions as a big young person, 22 to 26 or 27. Then by the time you get to 26 or 27, you want to make more money. It's not in radio, so you move on. Then there's the group that have been radio lifers that have come back to radio or the few that have stuck with it that once you are really entrenched in the company you'll never leave because it's a lifer job right at that point what's what are you doing and there's that's 40 to 60 so i just think in the 22 to 26 range those people they want to party they want to hook up with one another they want to get drunk but i would just think i know you're young and i know maybe it feels like every young person just wants to have fun or whatever but those are the people that are usually, like, by the end of the party, the embarrassing ones. Sure. And you'd think that those are the people trying to build a career. But I would say that uh, how many of the maybe bosses in their realm of department are just hitting the bottle just as hard, though, in some of these mm, companies. Okay. So I've talked to other friends at Christmas parties, and they say, oh, you wouldn't believe what my boss was looking like. And I think it starts at the top, right? Doesn't <laughs> a fish stink from the head down? So, so and I, by the way, I'm not saying that it is happening. You with think our it's company. by department? Yeah, I think it's. I think it's a department thing. Huh. Like, I just think some. Like people, we know our boss in the program department would not act like that at a party. True. I, I just think maybe that some people are into partying more than others, and they just don't care what other people think. And maybe, yeah, and I think that they go somewhere with an open bar, and they think that they've just got the green light to act and behave however they want. But hey, happy holidays, right? That's <laughs> that's why we do this. So another takeaway was that. The food spread, it was a tight quarter, so I couldn't get a good shot at the food spread because it was tucked in the back. And last year, you might remember, huge buffet line that you can go right. down. This year, there's a just one table and ah. a little bit of stuff, and it was tucked behind the crowd, so I couldn't get back there because it was it was kind of like a... it was. So if you were Warwick done, you needed me to be Mike Allstott. Just I need you to the open up the through. holes. The one, the one good thing was they walked around with mini lobster rolls. Oh. Now, that a platter of mini lobster rolls. Okay. And so I was into that. that. That was very tasty. And that's what... This place was more quality than quantity. Last year was the basement of a sports bar. Right, where we're, we're wheeling and dealing chicken fingers and sliders like nobody's business with some Coors Light, right? This year, I think there was uh, let's up the ante, but... Uh, you know, we're going to have to... Right. Not Scale back this. how much we have, but you'll get more pristine, yeah. if you will. Yeah. Yeah. Was, were we looking at liquor, just beers? How was it? Uh, no, there was some liquor because the the house the house drink was a Moscow Mule, which I had. Uh, see, I don't like those. It tastes like pool chlorine to me too much. Some are really bad. This one was fine. It just was because I just... The beer line was too long. <laughs> I said, just give me whatever the special is. I'm going to be Moscow Mule. Okay, fine. 
So too many Moscow mules for some of the 20 somethings is what you're saying. I think so. I think, and I, you know, I just think it's, it's an interesting, well, and, and on the group of people, interesting dynamic, I did, I did notice plenty of pictures in the background of a lot of like our part-time tape ops and board ops. And- well, this begs the next question here, Mraz is the company holiday party, which is on the 12th floor of the standard hotel, which is on the West side in kind of the Chelsea meatpacking district, which is a very highfalutin clubby type area. This is a very nice hotel, 12th floor, bar, restaurant type thing, rented out scenes of the city. You can look out over Manhattan. Is this the place where a tape op who is six months into this job, who works six hours a week, should be at the company party? My gut tells me no because I go back to when I was a tape op, and if this scenario would have – I would have said I'm not established here yet. This is for people have been here, the full-timers. They've grinded it out. I mean, my this isn't even my main job for most of these people. Uh, I think, to me, I believe that the 20-something people in the program department here that are tape ops are part-timers, and most of them doing a good job. I think their intentions are probably, let me show my friends how important I am at the job I'm at. I'm going mm. to the Christmas party. Okay. Here I am on Instagram. I think that maybe it's, I want to take, I want to take advantage of the spoils because I'm working gruesome hours for not a lot of pay. Sure. And so, and I'm totally for that. I think that's where the Christmas party is great is reward the grinders. Right. You know, those are the people that are putting in hours every single week. Make sure they feel taken care of. Give them free beer. Give them free Moscow mules. Get them free chicken fingers. You know, I like that part of, of company parties like this. I like taking care of the grinders. But my only problem with some of the grinders there was that they were acting like, woo, party! And I'm like, whoa, if you're trying to build a career, have your beers, have your food, that's great. Shake some hands, maybe introduce yourself to some people that didn't have you. Right, but I don't know. I thought last night was, look, I wish you were there so that you could have seen it as well and broken it down, but... I wish I was there, too. I'll be back next year. some interesting stuff. I'll be back next year. It was some interesting stuff. I think you should talk to Heller about his experience. Uh, We will bring up Brad Heller. Brad Heller hasn't been on the PGP in a long time, so we'll have some fun with uh, with little Hell's Bells. And uh, little Christmas and holiday desserts as well with Brad. Yeah, there was holidays there, holiday desserts. I think he should do that. He should break that down. And we talked about it on the air today. Peter Schwartz on his way to the company party, falling down, saying he needed 50 stitches. He tweeted this out in a picture of his hand. I don't believe it's 50. Which is such a weird thing to lie about when you're giving the picture that proves you're lying. I know, and I just, I think he blew this out of proportion for the sympathy card, for the attention card, and it's a classic play in the Schwartz playbook. But the Schwartz playbook, much like Mike McCarthy with Aaron Rodgers, has run its course. <laughs> That's side A. Here's side B. Welcome inside Side B of the PGP. I am your host of Side B, executive producer of the DA Show, Sean Mraz. And we just heard a great Side A breaking down a little holiday Christmas party that apparently I'm being quoted as bailing on, even though, quite frankly, I had perfectly good reason and explanation for not being there. But somebody who was there, the dessert coordinator, RD coordinator, somebody who would call a better game than James Betcher, quite frankly, (laughs) Brad Heller, joins us here on Side B. Brad, hello. This is my first Side B appearance. I'm I'm excited right now. Are you now. sure about that? Yeah, I've never done side B. I've done I've oh, done only the a DA side, a. side. I've done a side A. So you've been in the NBA, not the G League, is yeah. what you're telling me. 
I know it's kind of the opposite. You should probably go B to A, but right. I kind of like taking this approach. All right. You like a prospect that jumps from double A to the majors without going to triple A. I got a. called up too soon. They're like, get this guy, <laughs> get this guy out of here. So you go to the company Christmas party. Yeah. You uh, end up hanging with DA. Early reports are was very crowded. Uh, food was high quality. There were lobster rolls being passed mm-hmm. out, but yeah. DA couldn't get over there. DA drank Moscow mules, but overall he said you got the same old, same old feel of young 20-somethings getting hammered and dancing out of their mind, and then the old, more mature folks, and not really an in-between. Are you somebody that would get hammered out of your mind and go crazy at one of these? Abs- I mean, I if I had normal, regular hours, I would certainly probably be open to having more to drink. Gotcha. I mean, I, I had a curfew as being right. being the early mornings. DA stayed a little later than I did. I mean, I agree with, with his breakdown that I mean, let's put it this way. I walked in. We have a big company here. I walked in, and after you get, I mean, this is in a very fancy, the rooftop of a fancy, fancy hotel. You get up to the roof. There was a line for the coat check that was like a Disney ride. I mean, oh. it was like looping around, and there was no ride at the end. All you got to do is give your coat in. I walk into the main space, and my first comment was, I text the DA. I'm like, I don't know if I work here. Like, there's so many people in sales and marketing, like, People we never see on a daily basis, and that was that's kind of the little that I mean they they work together so closely that there's this tight knit group that you just kind of can't right. break into. So Da kind of when he got there, we kind of ended up just sort of ended up being off to the side. We saw you know the crew from CBS Sports Radio and the fan. We you know mingled a little bit, but after that it was kind of like all right, let's go to the bar, let's go to the food, let's go to the dessert. Time to go and time to go. All right. <laughs> so are you? I guess the best way I would put this is. With a Christmas party, DA's a big fan of giving back to grinders. I just mentioned that there are a lot of part-timers that work there that I saw pictures of, and I said, you know what? You guys haven't paid your dues yet to be at a Christmas party. What is your feel on that? I mean, if if you got a job like last week and you're, you know, showing up at the party ready to rage, I might I might question that. But you know what? The people that that work here, well, first of all, too, if you work I mean, this is such a weird business. You work on the weekends. Right. You work overnights. Oh, weird I mean, this hours is your all over the cha- place, yeah. Right. This is your chance to potentially get out and mingle and, like, meet some people. So from that standpoint, from a networking standpoint. But I see, I don't think a lot of these kids were networking. I think they're there because they want to That's take a picture different. on Instagram. Totally. And they show wanna... their friends at home, look, I work at CBS. Look, I, I can see the Empire State Building right, from exactly, the window. Right, exactly. Look how cool I am with my company when nobody here's, really knows who they here's are. Here's my Moscow mule <laughs> and the picture of Google, you know? That's what I. That's how I feel. That, that part too, and there was definitely a lot of that. You could feel a lot of that going around. I mean, the music was was blaring. I mean, it didn't take long for. They some went DJ or di- band. DJ, DJ, and it didn't take long for like these little dance circles to kind of to form throughout the throughout the space. And it wasn't. It got pretty crowded and it got pretty hot. So you're talking about drinks, a lot of food. The music, I mean, it's, you know, maybe normally there's an entry where you can get out to the roof up there, but since it's winter, it was pouring. I mean, there was <laughs> no, exactly. there was very little ventilation. Right. So, I mean, even just standing there having a drink, I was like, at one point I grabbed the napkin from the bar, I'm like wiping sweat off my car. So, okay, so you, now you've observed this scene, and DA and mm-hmm. I kind of broke down this scene. Yeah. <laughs> one thing that DA and I didn't break down that I want to ask you about is, I don't know if you saw it, there was a company email sent to everybody this morning regarding <laughs> yes. the Christmas party. Yeah. And this email was simply stated as, nobody in trouble, no, nobody nothing, hey, somebody left their Santa suit at the Christmas party last night, come up to blah, blah, blah's office, who happens to be a big-time boss here, Oh yeah. and claim it. Okay. So I have so many thoughts on this for not being at the Christmas party. Number one, let's just start off with this. Did you see anybody wearing a Santa suit? I did. 
I didn't know who it was. Like I said, 80% of the people there, I didn't recognize. But multiple people or one person? There was one in a Santa suit. There was a group of people that were wearing red. Okay. Red out, red sport coat, red dresses, and they, they were, like, taking pictures together. But I only saw one Santa. Okay. And I did see that Santa suit get disappear at one point. Oh, okay. All right. So now you saw... All right. This is where I had a question. When you when I read an email like that, I go, wow, how wild was this party? Did well, that somebody implies that, like, someone lost a Santa suit and they were in their birthday right, suit. Right, right. Did they yeah. go home naked? Right. What happened? So you saw well, the Well, I removal. can't comment on that, but I did see someone that was in a Santa suit. Okay. And I did see that same person after get rid of the Santa suit. Now, it got ripped off in party mode or they were hot? That I can't confirm. Okay. It, they were wearing you... it and then they weren't. Okay, so we don't know if they had too much to drink and started swinging the Santa robe from the chandelier. No, if that ended up being an after effect from a Moscow mule or the Chardonnay or the champagne that was going around, I, I can't comment. Okay, the only reason I asked that, and we have, by the way, this company's huge. This isn't just doesn't reply if you're listening here to CBS Sports Radio. It could be a music station. It could be a salesperson. So I don't know who, and you're even saying you don't know who the person was. I, no, I didn't recognize But them. when you get that email, and it's, <laughs> yes. and, and, and by the way, we've lost things here with some people. We found a wedding ring. We found this. Go to the front desk and claim it. We'll quiz you on it this was go to the <laughs> we'll quiz you on show your license right except no but it was one of those that lost absolutely this santa suit email was it's in this person's office who is a big boss here at the company so my question is when you lose a santa suit and the fact that it's there and not the lost and found do you think somebody's in trouble here this morning from the christmas party i mean you could certainly make that inference and it was popping up all over Twitter. People that weren't even at the party were like, I got this email this morning. And they copied and pasted the email right on Twitter about the Santa suit. So this has been spreading oh, okay. on social media. So it wasn't just me seeing this on, no, on no, in no. my email. No, no, no. I saw the email and laughed. And then I saw a couple coworkers literally, I just got an email about losing a Santa suit from the holiday party. What kind of party was it? And they weren't even there. Everybody had the same stupid jokes we're talking about exactly. now. Right. Because, yeah, you think like, oh, someone lost their Santa suit. Like, were they wearing a birthday suit underneath? Right. But no, this was literally, this was someone who just had jeans and a sweater on or something. And I guess the other point I wanted to make is, I ask you this because if it's only one person, it seemed very clear to you that you only saw one person wearing a Santa suit. Yes, but it's possible that, you know, someone may okay. have brought a Santa suit and broke it out after. It was that crowded. So okay, it was hard all right. To but I guess my point would be, like, when I see something like, go claim it in this boss's office. Yes, that is and, interesting. And hear from you that you only saw one person in a Santa suit, that tells me, Hey, we know who you are. You're going to come get the suit, and you're going to get talked to. At least that's how I would take that. Because it's very easy to just say, oh, come get it at the front desk right. at the receptionist. No because big deal. Every, it's not like a ring right. or a cell phone. How do we know this is yours? You're the only you, you, dude in a Santa, Santa suit. suit. Yeah. To have to go see the boss to claim it to me. That's that's a walk of shame that I don't want to be. Oh, of course. And an ending. It's almost like watching live PD, how you're really into it, and then you never know how these cases end. I know. We'll never know the ending of this Santa <laughs> exactly. suit. Exactly. Or is there a follow-up email? Right. Like, thank you to so-and-so for coming right. by. Just and so that you know, this person was let go today. <laughs> um, you mentioned desserts. What were the desserts at the Christmas party? They were very small, little, like, cube-like pastries. Everything from there was a red velvet one with cream cheese. Okay. There was chocolate mousse there was an apple crumb one very small and it's one of those things where like you could pop a couple like mini muffins next thing you know you've had like nine of them and, and you don't you're realize wobbling how much sugar. out the door right yeah. okay are you a fan of that kind of pastry at a holiday party and holiday time i i mean I, like i'm i'm pretty um i'm not gonna put up a fight with dessert as long as there's some chocolate involved I'm in. I mean, right. especially this time of year. I will say, though, when you're standing and there's nowhere to sit, the last thing you want to do is have to have a drink in your hand and then a plate and you're trying to eat like cake pie or, or cake pie, or something. Right. Like, that's the way to do it where you can just kind of grab it, kind of like an hors d'oeuvre. Pop it in your mouth like a vitamin. Like tossing a kid a foul ball behind third base. Exactly.
All right, so now take the party aside. All right, mm-hmm. you establish your pastries. You are the D coordinator. Holiday time is so enormous for desserts. I think this is the most popular dessert time of the year. I mean, there's all these baking shows, and I, I'm salivating. <laughs> I want, just off the top of your head, we didn't have to break it down. No, no music, no nothing. Give me your five. We'll make the, the five gotta have it desserts at this time of year. And not necessarily just on Christmas Day or Thanksgiving. Just like at some point over the six-week mark, you gotta have these desserts around the holidays. I mean, my favorite, I'm we've talked about this on the show. Like I'm partial to chocolate. Any list we've done, a lot of these include chocolate, right. if not all of them. Uh, I have a personal favorite. There's a bakery near where my parents live in the suburbs here of Manhattan. It's a chocolate blackout cake. I mean, like oh. any kind of chocolate I'm in on, but this is like chocolate cake. Chocolate icing, like just layer after layer. Oh, yeah. Then on the outside is chocolate frosting with chocolate chips and chocolate sprinkles. I mean, it's it's about as black out of a chocolate cake as you can get. Oh, that is my number one. As black out as the guy who it wants is. the Santa suit. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like, yeah, so that's, that's my number one because we didn't have that. My parents didn't have it at Thanksgiving, which I appreciate because we only had, like, uh, it was my parents, myself, and my uncle, and I would have had, like, at least half of it myself. Right, without a high volume so amount of players. It, right. the there was, you know, they kind of go variety, but I'm the chocolate lover in the family, so I'm the one that's going to make a beeline right oh, to it. And that's dying for something like that. So what else would you have to have? What else? Um, you know what? I'm not opposed to, like, the, you know, the, the apple pie, the okay. apple crumb pie. Where but you can vanilla throw ice some cream's ice cream. got to be involved. Yes. It? Yeah. I'm Normally, like I said, chocolate's my go-to, but something about vanilla and the apple. Oh, Works great. And, like, you know, the, the warm pie, not too hot with right, the ice cream. Because you don't want the ice cream to be soup in no, seconds. No, but a you know slight I mean? dripping melt. Just enough. Oh, Absolutely. An ice cream. What about a cannoli? Cannoli, um, Has yeah. a chocolate chip in it. Gives you a chocolate Absolutely. Box. Absolutely. I, to me, like, you know, after one cannoli, I'm good for, like, a while. It's, it's a, a little that's thickness something I, in you. Right, yeah. I couldn't have the cannoli Friday, a cannoli Saturday. You know, like, I couldn't do a cannoli Christmas, even a cannoli Christmas day. Like, one, one of those, especially because, I mean, the bakeries that I've gotten them from, they're pretty big. Oh. You know, these aren't, like, mini ones. You're getting me hot under the collar here, Brad. <laughs> all right, that's all fair enough. That's about where I would go, too. I'm big in the chocolate. I like a good apple pie ice cream. I'm also big on cheesecakes. I don't okay. know where you rest with cheesecakes. You know, I've always... I've always been uh, gravitated towards the cheesecake that didn't taste like cheesecake. So it was like... Like an Oreo cheesecake. Exactly. Like, like you yeah. know, the chocolate... Uh, cheesecake Factory made a chocolate peanut butter one, which I loved. I had that and then weeks when, ago. Well, took the, but there was a chocolate peanut butter cookie dough one that oh, they had no, on the menu that. for years, and they took it off the menu. And I said, you know, I when the last time I went there, I was like, hey, I'm looking for that, you know, chocolate peanut butter cookie dough. Like, oh, yeah, it's not on the menu anymore. Oh, we took it off the menu. I'm like, but I love that one. They're like, you're the only one that ordered it. Also, How dare you talk down to me? Cheesecake Factory's got, you know, basically a book bigger than a yeah. than the Bible. Like you have 88 <laughs> different desserts. Right. Why do you get rid of one right. of them? Like, you can't just keep it. Who cares seriously. if it's been sitting there for a month? I know. All right. Well, Brad, this has been insightful. I'm Thank you. you so go can I, what, what's your go-to? Well, my go-to would be cheesecake, mm-hmm. cannoli, and I'm also a big pudding pie guy. Okay. So I like chocolate mousse. I don't okay, know how similar, it, similar but texture. But also, hot take. It's got to be instant pudding, not the pudding you cook. I find it to taste way better. So in other words, you get like your typical crust, mm-hmm. and you get the, you know, whatever the boxes are, the instant pudding. You mix it with milk. It thickens. You pour it in a crust. You let it sit for four hours, and you get a little whipped cream on top. Vanilla, chocolate, or Oreo. Now, is this something you'll Jello make? Company. Oh, I'll make it. Sure. Okay. And See, I'll bring I, it. I'm, I'm anti-making them. I just like eating them. Well, it's very. This is why it's very easy. And I think maybe that's why I lean instant. But I just find it to taste taste better. But uh, give me a good pudding pie with anything whipped cream. Like I love whipped cream. Like if I could marry whipped cream, I'd marry whipped cream. Like, okay. 
Well, that kind of seems a little odd, but you know what I mean. Like, that's, that's how invested I am with whipped cream. You, you know, but before we go, one other thing I've gotten into recently, because <laughs> unrelated to whipped cream or marriage, <laughs> which is a, another Side B podcast, but because um, I've actually, because I had so much chocolate and I've basically from Halloween straight through, I've had chocolate every day. You know, the little candies lying around, whatever. Thanksgiving, a ton of chocolate. I literally, after Thanksgiving, I said, after Thanksgiving, I said, you know what? I'm going to take a chocolate, see if I can take a chocolate break. So I've literally, I'm on 10 days of no chocolate. I've had dessert, but I've actually tried to push back from the chocolate. So come Christmas, I can dive right back in. And you're not and itching like an work. addict right now? I've, I've, I've had the sweats a little bit. You know, you're trying to fight through the cold turkey of, of, of getting rid of it. But um, I've had, there's some bakeries that have these like, and my, my girlfriend's gluten-free, so I've, I have to go gluten-free on some things. These like little truffle birthday like cake balls. Oh, that sounds good. They're so it's not chocolate, but it's like almost it's, like a funfetti-ish. Yes, it's it's like a donut hole times a million. Like it's basically the concept of a donut hole, but inside is this like this truffle birthday oh. funfetti. Like it's yeah, there's a little glaze on the outside. Like it's legit. You're getting me hot under the collar. Brad. I'm telling you, you, you give me you give me a little box of those, and that's like breakfast. I'm ending this starving and. Thinking this might be my favorite side B I've ever done because of the tease in my mind. Well, I'm happy to come back and talk more food and dessert all, all right. the time. Well, Brad, happy holidays to you. Happy holidays to you, Mraz. Have a great week, everyone. This has been the Permission Credit Podcast. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.